0: We have waited all off season, and today is the day that we can finally say who's making the big game in the greatest league on earth, at least in my opinion. It's a new episode of the Sunday Card 2022 season predictions. Dan Zampano talking to you now with my trusty sidekick and partner in crime, Matty Ice, Matty C. Matt Silver, who has fired up every single game on the NFL schedule, 272 games through 13 playoff games. We're going to predict the whole thing, Matt, today. It's going to be a great day. I'm super excited. It's also game week of college football. I have way too much on the card this week. It's ridiculous but on top of the fact that we get to predict the entire NFL season. This is crazy. I'm so excited, and it's September.
1: It's September. It's fall. I know fall doesn't start until the end of September, but as soon as September hits, it's fall. It's football season. We had college football week zero. We're seeing helmets on the field. We're seeing uniforms on the screen. We're seeing final scores being posted, and we are so very close to week one of the NFL season i i i'm very ready for this episode we like some bleeding through our eyeballs looking through I, I don't imagine many people on this episode have ever done this exercise because it's kind of crazy to literally just print out the entire 18 weeks of scheduling and say who's going to win and lose win, loss, win loss win loss and you go match up to match up it's a tedious process it's a fun process at the very end of the day and can't wait to go through it with you and see how very far off we are in this episode
0: it's always great because the great predictions, and by the way, there will be some wild predictions. I'm already telling you that ahead of time.
1: Dan has Dan usually got like two teams that have one loss and like three teams that can't find a, a single game to win all year. Yeah. Just can't imagine it.
0: Pretty much. So there might, that I'm, I'm not saying they're going 0-17, but, you know. There's like three 1-16 teams <laughs> in Dan's mind. They're, they're, it's close. It's close. <laughs> oh um, I actually only landed on one this year. So you'd be proud of me if I only landed on one one-loss team this year, which is great. Or one one-win team. Uh, I was going
1: to say, I know the one-loss team, yeah. but we'll get well,
0: to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. How many hours did this take you, by the way?
1: uh i did it in a couple like different sessions again just to try and like break it down on myself but it was probably a good like three or three hours probably total three to three to four maybe going through
0: the games i think it took me about the same about four hours to go through every single game that's what we do it's amazing i cannot wait i am super excited lewis our esteemed producer lemon pepper lou Paracone. Is here, he's in the flesh. He's actually just hitting all his footy bets with soccer. It's amazing. Uh Lou, you look fresh and renewed.
2: Thanks, buddy. We are actually uh we're losing our minds over here with this MLS. Just bet draws, <laughs> just parlay draws all together. It's fantastic. Ridiculous. It's it's absurd. The league's really not that good. Uh, so odds that they draw, pretty darn good. It's uh, but I am excited for these predictions. I want to see uh, where you guys have my Jets. Uh, hopefully, it's at least a double-digit win season. But you know, it, you, you can't ask for too much. That's uh, the the look that Matt gave is like, yeah. A, what which, was that? <laughs> would, you, would you even put the Jets in a double-digit win season? Look? I'm th- what's what's the over under? I'm taking the under regardless what it is. It Six could and be, a half, isn't it? It five and a half. It could be five three and a half. I'm taking the under. I, I'm taking the under no matter what. So. <laughs>
0: It's been a pretty good bet the last few years. Yeah,
2: it's been Dan's lock of the year every year. Yep,
0: every year, pretty much. I got a new one this year, which I love. But um, before we get into that, uh, I'm glad we did this today because yesterday was cut down day, and there were a lot of consequential things that ended up happening. Jimmy Garoppolo was re-signed by the 49ers. You have probably the most stunned out of all of us that he actually re-signed to the largest backup quarterback deal in the league for one year. To me, I think it's smart. I think it's not a stupid thing to do. I think that having Jimmy back up Trey Lance makes all the sense in the world. I really, to be honest with you, I know I texted you like last week saying Trey Lance for MVP, possibly. He went out in that last game and really stunk it out. I did not like the way he played in that last preseason game. Now, it's one preseason game. And I do think the Four ers are going to be a good team. But look, if the kid's not ready to go, there's nothing wrong with sitting him. There's nothing wrong with doing that, especially if he gets hurt. I don't think that that is as bad of a deal as people make it out to be.
1: Yeah. It was just, i don't know it's just a weird area where, you know, they gave him the permission to seek the trade. Was it more so that they, you know, I, I could see your point where like, Oh, we want to keep him as the backup. I think it more so they signed him because push came to shove. They didn't have a partner. They didn't want to cut him more so. And, and they didn't have a, a partner to dance with on the trade trade deadline. So mm-hmm. I, I think more so they're just obligated to sign him. I don't know if it's that. I think they want to go with Trey Lance. I mean, when you invest that much, you know, not only was he uh, the second or third overall pick, but the draft capital that they traded to get to that second or third pick um, a couple of years ago, you've kind of got to determine if that was all worth it or not sooner rather than later. Um, and obviously, again, we, the, the lack of football that he had played his senior year or, or the year before he came out of college, didn't put him in the driver's seat from from the start last year, but they've had a full year with him now in the system and everything. So I think you kind of have to go with him. and having Jimmy just puts that little bit of doubt in Shanahan's mind With it's week three, week four, and we're already going to pull pull the ripcord out.
0: Oh, I don't think Shanahan really cares who plays quarterback to be quite honest with you. I really, I really don't think he cares. I think, yeah. Can he run more sub packages and, you know, RPO packages with Trey Lance? Absolutely. And that would open up the playbook. I honestly do not think he cares who play. I, I honestly, I'm still under the impression and still the belief that he wanted Mac Jones. I'm still under that belief system and that the GM actually and the rest of the executives in the room convinced him to get to take Trey Lance. Um, but regardless of that, that is that is a discussion for another day. I think that he'll work with who he has. And I think having Jimmy is a great safety blanket. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I still think they're going to be a really good team. Yeah, regardless. Regardless, no question. couple of trades. The Eagles, very active. They trade four. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, really good nickel corner, probably could move him to a safety because they did cut Anthony Harris, so that's a big deal. And then they go out and they trade Jalen Rager to the Vikings, so that's an interesting one, and recoup all of those picks. By the way, Eagles, of course, Howie Roseman, genius, getting more for Jalen Rager than the Cowboys got for Roy Cooper, which is amazing. So, you know, chalk went up for old Roseman. But uh, Eagles, very, very active in the trade market.
1: Yeah, I mean, we said one of the positions that we were maybe a little worried about them at was corner. So again, going out and adding uh, DCG over there. I think that's a great move for them. Um, and then they clearly had brought in AJ Brown. So Rager was Rager was a, a easy expense there. Um, um, yeah, I can't. I, we said the Eagles, man. I don't know. We already liked them a lot going into this. I'm sure that. Might have affected things with how we see their records coming out here.
0: Yeah, well, we, you'll see. Don't worry. Uh, we'll see how far they make it. Um, let's go right into it. Let's just get right yeah, into get it. it. We'll start with the division we always start with. Do you want to go AFC or NFCs first? We always start AFC. So you want to go NFCs first and just talk about let's, those Eagles? Let's mix it up. Let's go crazy. Let's go crazy. Let's talk about the Eagles first and the Cowboys and the Giants and the, uh, what are they called? Oh, yeah, the Commanders. The Manders. Uh, the Manders. Mandos um let us get into it um you want to start
1: yeah I guess I don't even know how we should do this go go bottom to the top let's go bottom to the top I feel like yeah. I gotta save the suspense for the division winner right um I don't think this one should be a shock lowest team in the division the Giants I ended up coming out with a 3 and 14 record for the Giants I just I vibes are all really bad around them preseason uh a team that I really thought was maybe going to get Jimmy Garoppolo with how bad Daniel Jones has sounded this year. Mm-hmm. But again, I think it's push comes to shove with Daniel Jones, Kenny Galladay, man, if you've been on Twitter at all, you have seen nothing wow. but Kenny Galladay slander, but I guess it's not slander. It's just accurate. The man doesn't care about football anymore after he collected a big old fat paycheck for the giants. So uh, we got them at three and 14 third place. The commanders at six and 11 second place here. Cowboys nine and eight. Just sneaking over a winning record. I wasn't sure if I was going to get them there. Their win total on the season is ten, so they're going under that. In first place, I do have those Philadelphia Eagles. Nothing too crazy, but I do think they get to eleven wins. I have them at eleven and six, uh, beating their over under of nine and a half. So I did compare all the how my records come out to uh, the over unders on the season uh, here. The only team beating their over uh, would be the Eagles. Everybody else going under their total.
0: This is absolutely crazy because we have a full fledged mind meld, not only with division and like the placement, but three of the four teams we have the same exact records for.
1: Three out of four, huh?
0: Three out of four. Giants, three and 12. Commanders, six and 11. Cowboys, nine and eight. That's exactly what I had. I did splurge a little bit on the Eagles. I gave them 12 wins, not 11. I went 12 and five for the Eagles. I think the Eagles are really good. That is amazing that we got That's it down to the spot. on. We got it down to the we, – we, we love that. That NFC East, we are locked in, but we're either going to be dead right or dead wrong on this division. So, I love this. No, I love, I love the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to win extra games this year that they probably shouldn't win. They're going to surprise a lot of people. They're going to be a tough team to play, um, tough team to game plan for for a lot of teams. And that defense only got better. I love that team. And, you know, like I said, Dallas – um, is it, are we uh, revealing uh wild cards yet? Because I, I, we could say, you know, is, is or do you want to save that for the no, end? No, no, we
1: got it. We got to save, we got to save. Wild we'll cards save that.
0: End, we'll think. save that. We'll see if Dallas gets in for the wild card pick, but yeah, Dallas nine, eight, I think they take a big step back. I really, I really believe that. And and this coaching staff will get fired. I, 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 more than likely at the end of the season, they'll get fired regardless of whether they make the playoffs or not with that record. They can't do it.
1: I mean, right. We, we said it on the overperformance of the defense last year, the defense all of a sudden, overnight felt like they just flipped the switch and were really good again it's like and all they did was add micah parsons and it's like he's great but he's not going to fix everything they were the number one scoring defense last year that is something that is just really not repeatable pick sixes fumble sixes you know things like that are that's kind of bounces and games of chance it's like there i have a hard time seeing them repeat that that won them a lot of games they won a lot of tight games last year so um maybe the bounces don't necessarily go their way this season and yeah it feels like Mike McCarthy's got to get the, get the can by the end of this year. So I, I, I see things going a little bit poorly at least.
0: A lot of this for me was a lot of narrative driven things about what could possibly happen this year. And then obviously going through the schedule and kind of getting it at a pace, you know, but and there's a lot of that. Yeah, exactly. Those I parked your ears up. There is narratives going. I will talk a lot about that more with the MVP as well. So mm-hmm. it, uh, it certainly will be one of those years where I think that'll, that'll boil down to let's keep in the NFC. Let's just do the NFC first. Uh, NFC North. I'll go first here. Um, and Matt, this is the, this is the one right here. This is our one win team. One and 15, one and 16, for the Chicago Bears. I just don't see anything here. I look down their schedule and I just cannot see them. I, I look at their their schedule and then I look at their roster and I don't see an NFL roster here. I think this is one of the most depleted, no weapons, um, no offensive line. There's a few older guys there that'll probably end up getting traded midway through the season. I just cannot see this team. And Justin Fields, I think, it, you know, I love Justin Fields coming out. I think right now, within the position that he's in, he is in just such a flux. Last year was such a a, a cluster, you know what, that, and they didn't do anything to improve it. I just don't see how this team improves. And the teams in their division have only gotten better. The Vikings have gotten better coaching. The Packers might have slipped up a little bit, but are they really beating Aaron Rodgers? They just never beat Aaron Rodgers. And the Lions have certainly gotten better in this division. And plus, they just play a tough schedule. I mean, it's just—it's just not. I don't think it's going to break their way. And I have them going one and sixteen. The Lions. I think you're semi-right about the Lions. I think that we have overplayed our overstate our welcome here with them. Hard Knocks just watched the second to last episode tonight. So, really enjoyed that. But I do think that they're getting a little hard Knocks hype. I had them six and 11. I I found some wins. I found them, you know, kind of getting better and making a uh, taking steps forward. I think Goff could be better this year. Um, Hutchinson adds a little pass rush, but I, I don't really see them getting anywhere near the 500 mark to me. Uh, I had the Vikings in second place and I really like the Vikings. I think the Vikings are going to challenge for the division. I, I think that the new coaching staff now adding another piece in Rager to that already, like getting another slot guy, getting him with, with Thielen to play that. And then obviously with the weapons they have Jefferson and cooks and Madison's and all those guys, I think their defense will stay good. I think I really like what they bring in and Ed Donatel to coach the defense. I had them at 11 and six. I gave them 11 wins and being one of the teams that is definitely going to challenge the Packers, but I still have the Packers, and I think the Packers really rely on their rush game and their defense this year. I really think that that's the case. It may be a Packers team that might sneakily get to the Super Bowl when we least expect it. I feel like that's kind of the narrative about them. Last year, I really, really liked them. was really high on them. This year, not so much. Still 12-5. and I give them 12 wins, but I, I do think that there could be some sneaky, you know, playoff magic for this Packers team. So that's where I had it.
1: Yeah. I mean, this one, I think is, is something we weren't going to be shocked at, as far as the position of position of here um, bears. I mean, I agree looking at their schedule. I will say, I think Justin Fields will do better without Matt Nagy this year. What do we saw? I don't know if you watched his last preseason game. He actually looked really good. I mean, he threw for three touchdowns. Uh, I think he was 16 of 18. it um, he was, again, he was getting out of the pocket. They were, bootlegging and rolling them out more like what a really athletic guy in Justin Fields should do so mm. I think he'll have a little bit of that I agree the offensive line is a massive concern and, and Darnell Mooney is really the only really only target out there um so I have them at three and 14 you know I found a couple more wins uh, I think they do play like the Houston Texans so uh they have a couple chances this year but three and 14 not a great season for Chicago uh Lions another one that we are head on with six and 11. I got them right in the same spot. I'm now keeping track of everything that we hit on the same record because it might get really high on this show. So uh, yeah, I, I think lions again, are they're going to be in a lot of shootouts. I think that their offense is going to improve, but I don't think their defense is still good enough to really hold up. They've added, obviously, they got Hutchinson now, but I still think the secondary is going to be a weakness for them. I'm going to get to my top two here. Cause I didn't really know how to go with the tiebreaker on this. I got ah. Vikings both at 11 and six. And wow. just because I, I have been saying I like the Vikings a lot, I'm going to put them in first. I I, I, nice. they went, I have them when I went through the schedule, I had them one win, one loss. So the, the regular season record is the extent of the tiebreaker that I know. I don't know what the next step is, if it's to, in division record, if it's in mm-hmm. point differential, whatever it is. But the Vikings won the division here. So I have the Vikings and the Packers both at 11 and six, but the Vikings winning because of tiebreakers here. Wow. So that's another team that we are same record on with the Vikings.
0: I love that. So you you are all in on Vikings to win the division then?
1: Yeah, again, I I, I do think that the Packers are going to have an, a, a new look this year. And I think that that might, they might not eke out some of the games that they were able to last year. with Maybe not having that super reliable third down guy um, that Rodgers could pass to and, and just move the sticks whenever he wants with Devontae Adams out there and certain things. I mean, he's obviously fantastic and, and can get, you know, has his ways around things. But I do think that maybe they're not as dominant in this division as, as they have been in previous years. And I do just really like the upside of the Vikings and like that offense can be really, really good.
0: Mm-hmm. They do have a pretty easy schedule in the beginning of the season due to the Packers, but I mean, you know, there are some games that they could absolutely trip up on. And I think especially down the stretch when, you know, things get kind of crazy and hairy and who knows with Aaron Rodgers and how he acts. So I like it. I, I look, I, I like the hire. I like Kevin O'Connell, the McVay system, like coming in there. Donatel coming over, I think that that's, I, I, I think it's a good mixture. And I, and I do think that that's probably going to challenge Matt LaFleur. I like that one.
1: So I don't even know if we got to our bets that we would make in the division for the last, for the NFC East. Oh, yeah. uh, I, clearly, I think, I think we both are going to say, but the Eagles, they are plus 145 right now to win the division. So if we want to go back to that really quick.
0: That is crazy because we, I I mean, didn't we get them earlier in the summer? Uh, we got, I mean, I don't know if you did, but I think I got them around plus 250 plus 270. So like in that area, I, so I don't think
1: I got that number, but um, I thought it was like a 180. But still, that's that's insane. Um, and then obviously, I think that if even if you like the Packers to sneak this out, the value in the Vikings to win at plus 240, if you think they are going to at least be competing, I mean plus 240 is really good odds in that division. So,
0: yeah, love it. I got Eagles over uh, eight and a half, and I think nine as well when it moved because I think it's at nine and a half now. And then obviously. Um, them to win the division as a, the, the second highest odds. So I'm not really sure why the odds makers haven't like adjusted it to the Eagles really should be the favorites yeah. at this point, especially with the Cowboys missing Tyron Smith. Now it's like, that's, that's brutal.
1: Yeah. The steam, the steam going the opposite ways for both of teams. I agree. I, it's seems crazy, But again, the Cowboys, you can't, well, you probably get a lot more money if you put them as a plus dog, but you can put them wherever you want and they're going to get a crap ton of money. Cause exactly.
0: They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Uh, NFC South, I'm gonna let you take the reins on this one. Go for
1: it, NFC South. You're gonna be surprised. I have, I did leave the Falcons in last. I I, <laughs> I won't show my bias too much. I'm shocked. Say, you are gonna say this is probably too many wins, though. I probably still found a way to give them too many. I have them five and twelve. Uh, uh-huh. It's right on their win total. Their win total is five, so it, it just so happened to – that's a push right there on the Falcons. So five and twelve. Mariota does not look so bad. I'm very interested to see what this all. Look like I am just. I want to know what Mariota running this offense, Cordero Patterson, Kyle Pitts. Like, what is that going to be? We know the defense is god awful, but, but I'm very interested in the offense for fantasy purposes. Go figure. Um, uh, Panthers, I have coming in at third place here. Uh, Baker, improvement, but still not that great. Uh, seven and ten here for the Panthers. Uh, again, they, they I feel like they had a tough schedule as well as I was going through it. I've seen middle, the, middle, in
0: the end are very tough. No
1: Saints fun. and Bucks twice a year is hard enough, so. Saints again, Saints talk about another team that looked great in their last preseason game. Mm-hmm. I think Jameis is actually gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna fall into some Jameis, some Jameis yeah. holes this year. But uh Saints 10 and nice. 7.
0: And getting
1: the double digit wins here, blowing out their win total eight and a half, 10 and 7. But again, the king at the top, Botox and all. Tom Brady's back and after his his little away from the team in, in the camp. And uh they still go 12 and five. I do have them. Starting their their beginning schedule is a little difficult. And I have them starting a little slow because I do think that I know he's the greatest of all time, but not being a camp for like two weeks, kind of going right into the season feels a little weird.
0: Yeah, their beginning of their schedule is 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 pretty brutal. I think they have they're at Dallas, at New Orleans, Green Bay, and Kansas City. That's yeah. really tough to start the year, especially with Brady being out. What was no he doing? Was, was he was he was he doing the mass singer? Like everybody thinks he was doing. Like I'm not really sure what he was doing. I don't know.
1: That press conference he looked like. He had gotten everything pulled and cinched tight and gooped up. And know, uh, he, he, looked, he looked horrible.
0: He looked bad. He looked like Skeletor out there. It was not good. Yeah. Not good. I, I I do agree with you though. I I have the same exact order of division. Yeah, you did give the Falcons too many wins. They're three and fourteen. <laughs> <in> my I? <laughs> That's what I did with them. I gave them three and fourteen. Uh, just an awful roster, but shout out Jared Bernhardt Lax God toward Tom winner at Maryland comes back to Ferris state wins, a wins the D2 national title as a quarterback for Ferris state. And then now he's just made the team as like an undrafted, uh, free agent. So shout out to him for making the team. Uh, I do have the Carolina Panthers at six and 11. So that's why I have them. Um, There really isn't anything special and nothing to show me like, hey, they can win these tight games that they have to win somewhere in the middle of the season. I do think I like their young pieces of roster, but I do think that there's still growth to happen. And I just cannot trust Baker at this point to lead that team to where it needs to go. I just I, I think it's a little bit of a fool's gold mentality here. Uh, New Orleans, I also took their over eight and a half. That's when I when I took, and I'm going to give them nine wins. I give them nine and eight record. Um, I think that they will be an up and down team. I think it will be a very difficult team to figure out throughout the year. I think they'll do a lot of games where they'll win one week, lose the next, win one week, lose the next. I, I really think that it's going to be a bumpy ride if you're holding on to that eight and a half ticket, but I do think you will get there. And the Bucks, um, I don't think this will surprise many people me saying it, I gave them the best record in the league. Uh, I have them tied with Buffalo for the best record in the league shocker um at 14-3. So that's that's a big year for the Bucs. I do think they start slow, I do agree with you, but not that slow. And I think they'll go on a tear and and really you know hit the ground running and, and Brady will bring people along. I think it'll be a little bit of a grind through the season, but they'll hit their stride. It's just gonna be hard to lose games in this division. I don't, I can't see them getting swept by the Saints again. Maybe they lose one game, but I do think they got, they gotta at least pull one of those games out.
1: Yeah, I had that going out the window. It's like, all right, we're not. There's, I really can't see them losing six, six straight regular season games to the Saints. No. It just feels crazy.
0: Yeah, that's that's insane. So all right, I mean, we're basically on it. Anything here, you're putting the bucks in like maybe like one of those divisional parlays, something or other.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm not I'm not big on that as far as pairing any favorites together. Uh, you said you know the Saints over. Uh, I do like I on FanDuel at least. I don't know if there's some other sites, but uh, to get to ten wins or more, Saints are plus one seventy. I think there's you know, there's odds on basically every team to have ten or more wins, you know, mm-hmm. positive or negative. But, but the Saints are right in that window on all of those kind of things where it's like make for them to make the playoffs, for them to get ten wins that they're like just juicy enough. I really can't pass up on them because like, mm. how much we like their defense. So uh, I, I think. I think them to reached 10 wins plus 170. And then I didn't write down what they are to make the playoffs, but I think that was also something around like a plus one fifty. I might put both. Yeah.
0: In. I think I think I did put one of those in as well. I put eight and a half. I think I put the playoffs at plus one forty, taking the Falcons under. I don't care what it is. I'm taking it as under just based on principle alone. I think it's four and a half. I don't care. I'm taking the Falcons under.
1: Slander. <laughs> Son, so so
0: he's man. not there anymore
1: kyle, kyle pitts is special man
0: yeah everybody's everybody's telling me that freaking flock of birds that's all they are um let's get to the nfc west i think this is going to be an interesting one here i'll take it from here um this was an interesting one i actually this is going to surprise you ready for this surprise i have the cardinals finishing last yeah let Come on. I have the Cardinals finishing last. I think this is We're off this rest. is absolutely set up for an a stink of a year. It's absolutely set up. They have no defense. I mean I don't know how they're going to win games without a defense. Who's playing for them on defense? JJ Watt. Old ass JJ Watt playing 50% of the snaps trying as he might like you know I mean I, I just don't know. I just don't know how they're going to stop anybody. I do think Kyler will probably at some point in the season cause a lot of rifts and issues. And I think their season will go downhill really fast. You're going to scream at me for saying this, but I gave them four wins. I gave them a four and 13 record. I have no faith in this team. They are way down. I, they are down bad from me. That's what they are. They are down bad from me. I have no respect for the Cardinals at all. I can't wait for the in-season hard knocks and watch it all go to go, go, go down the toilet. It's going to be great. Are you stunned?
1: I, 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 for the hard knock's sake, I hope it goes the way you are because that'll be must-watch television.
0: Yeah, I, I have no faith. I think the Seahawks have a better roster than people think. I think the end of the season, I mean, they're going to get killed by every team they play at the end of the season. But, you know, I, I do like their roster a little bit. And I, if they could just get semi-competent quarterback play, and I know that is asking a lot from Geno Smith and probably even more from Drew Locke but I gave them five wins. I gave them five wins and I said, you know what? This is not as bad of a roster as you think their defense can do some interesting things. I do think they have some pieces there. Um, Jordan Brooks, Al Woods, Jamal Adams, Quandre Diggs, guys like that. And look, I think they'll run the ball. I honestly think they'll run the ball. They, they, this is a perfect quarterback for what Pete Carroll has been asking Russell Wilson to do, they don't want to throw the ball at all with Russell Wilson. So why not just get him out of town and have a quarterback that actually run the ball? They're not going to win a lot of games, but they're, uh, they're going to win five games. And I think that's, I think that's relatively in that range of where they're going to be. Um, I have the Rams in second Rams in second place. I told you I'm high on the 49ers. I think there's regression coming for the Rams. Off the Super Bowl, it is going to be a much harder um, road for them than it was last year. I do not like the depth pieces. The Rams lost a lot of guys on the defense. They're good up front. They're good on the starting line with their defensive line, linebackers, safeties, corners. But offensive line issues scare me. Depth on defense scares me. And can Stafford stay healthy for the whole year? That's a a good question. That's a really good question. So I have them 11 and 6. And the 49ers, I, I'm really high on them. I, I, I really think that even with Trey Lance in there, and I told you that Trey Lance, I wasn't supremely impressed. I still still think he's a little skittish, but I think as he goes along throughout the season, I don't think they'll rely on him as much. I don't think they need to rely on a quarterback to win them football games. They'll rely on their defense. Their defense is sick. I mean, their defense is absolutely sick and totally stacked. Um, but I think that Trey Lance can navigate those waters. I gave them 13 wins, 13 and four for the San Francisco 49ers. They will surprise a lot of people with how many wins they'll have this year.
1: I mean, okay, outside of the Cardinals, nonsense, which is like hot take central. Let's get this man on first take right now. Like, get, Come on. Get him out there. I'll, I'll just go through mine really quick and then we can just compare notes after that. I have the Seahawks in last as they should be because again, Geno Smith and Drew Locke will be quarterbacking the offense for here. One of the two, Geno's the starter as of now. Uh, Seahawks are four and thirteen, missing their their win total of five and a half. So Seahawks bottom of the barrel, four and thirteen. I'm also not enamored with the Cardinals. I don't necessarily love them, and again, we know that I had a hard time not putting losses for the entire way once we got to the you know week twelve because we just know that they fall apart basically the entire back third of the season. So I have them at eight and nine. I have them, you know, competing a little bit, but kind of being out of the division, losing record overall in the year. Uh their win total on the year is eight and a half. So just missing that going under. Um Rams are also in second place. And it's wow. I had to put a little notch next to that. I also have them 11 and 6. I agree that the the problems with you know Stafford's arm. The talk started what two weeks ago in training camp like a week into training camp and he's having an elbow Problems on his throwing arm like those aren't just going to go away as he plays more football and you know, the year gets harder and harder to stay healthy. So I have to agree that the depth, the positions of the defense, they went in on a lot of things last year and traded for a lot of pieces. And you, you sacrifice a lot of that going forward into seasons upcoming if, when you do that. So then i at 11 and six, we love the 49ers. We love Kyle Shanahan, Trey Lance. You said maybe Trey Lance MVP. I mean, I, 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 We didn't get to that part of the show yet, but I put a Trey Lance MVP ticket in because I am all in on Trey Lance. fantasy and all. 12 and 5, 12 and 5. I didn't go crazy, but I do have them 12 and 5, eking it out, winning the division.
0: First off, I want to say something to Lewis here. Um, Lou, the Cardinals are not winning the Super Bowl. A and B, what do you think of Trey Lance as part of the narrative? NFL MVP.
2: I agree. The Cardinals are not going to win the Super Bowl. It's the Cardinals, uh, but we're putting money on Trey Lance to an MVP already. This is what we're doing now. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'm gonna look at the odds while you guys move on, but
0: uh, uh, they're long, but they're juicy. There's no question. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dan, have you seen? I imagine this might have helped your happy as well. Have you seen the clips of Javon Kinlaw coming back in camp? Yeah,
2: that dude, dude,
1: he is a monster. He looks, he looks like he's in the best shape of anybody's life. Like he, like I don't think you can get more in shape than that guy is.
0: I wish we could get a hard knock to that team because uh, just for the defensive line alone, there's so many dudes. Oh my god! I mean, you got Nick Bosa, you've got, you've got Armstead, you've got. Kinlaw, who's just been coming along, like he's been waiting to just absolutely have a monster Holy year. They're, he looks they're unreal, they're uh, their linebacking core, Fred Warner and Al Shair, and like guys, like, I mean, they are just loaded. And and they've added some pieces to the secondary that I think their secondary is gonna be pretty good too. So I uh, it's just awesome all, all the way around. And you know how high we are, on Kyle yeah. yeah, right? Okay, um, shall we do the AFC?
1: I think we should. I think it's only the next thing. It's the next order.
0: Now, where should we begin? Because I think we'll just begin and go over to our home little area and where where I'm formerly from and you're still there. You two are both still there. Let's go up to the Northeast. Let's take some teams in the Eastern Division. And let's see where old Billy Boy and the Bills and the and then the Jets and the stupid Dolphins <laughs> are ending up.
1: This will be the division we are <laughs> not even close. A canyon. A I canyon, already know canyon. what's happening. Lou, we're still in fourth place here. I'm sorry. I, I know, buddy. Seven, not, seven is, and ten. Surprise. Seven and ten. We're taking the over. Five and a half. We could take the over. there. seven and ten.
2: Not too yep. bad, you know, Matt. You did I that know. just for me. You you did I that know. just for me because I'm uh, even there. There's a lot of games in their schedule that are toss up, in my look, opinion.
1: They've added offensive weapons, have they not? They've got a lot more offensive weapons than they've had last year, and okay, we sure. like what they've done. Adding a little bit to their secondary and the defense, I think that they can. Their defensive line can get after it. They added pieces of the offense. There's possibility here. There's possibility. We got to get Zach Wilson healthy and off of. Elder tinder. but coming in third place, Dan, 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 Dan. Dan. Oh we tried gosh. to install a new run scheme. The offensive line doesn't like it. We have Matt Patricia calling offensive plays. We have no identity as an offense anymore with Josh McDaniel's gone. So we're going eight and nine, and we're going to
0: have a- oh.
1: we're going to have a losing season in in New England uh, for the Patriots, <laughs> missing their win total of eight and a half. <laughs> Sorry, Josh McDaniels is out of town now. You can't just uh, you're not uh, just gonna have an offensive guru there calling. You have Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are your options here. I mean, doesn't look good. Uh, then we go to Miami with the new electric Miami offense. Uh, Mike McDaniel's patron saint of Kyle Shanahan, who we know and love. A lot <laughs> of speed on that team. If you haven't heard, uh, Dolphins going eleven and six this year. Eleven and six for the Dolphins. Eleven wins. Um, God bless. Who is coming coming for you, baby? Get ready for it. Their win total is nine. They have a higher win total projection than the Patriots do at eight and a half. So, uh, Dolphins going 11 and six. I agree with you totally that the Bills are the best team in football. Uh, I have the Bills at 14 and three. So, I think wow that's awesome. Same thing as the Bucks. I think that you have that. I I think the Bills, especially in this division, like. They could just – it seems like they have some certain time games that are in Buffalo against, like, warm-weather teams later in the year that just, like – They I do. See, like, I just look at those teams going to Buffalo in November, and I'm like, ah, I just, I just can't see them trying to pull this one out. So, 14-3 and three for the Bills, best record in the league for me.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think that's a debate. I've, I, I told you last week I saw the Bills play twice, and I just think they're fantastic. I think that they're loaded in every position – um, they're going to be really hard to stop uh, with Josh Allen. Their defense, and, and they're going to get Trey White back in the middle of the season. They're only going to get better. So I'll just let that out. Thirteen 4 Let's go back to the beginning though. The Jets ain't winning seven games. I'm sorry, Lou. It's just not going to happen. Um, there's I I love what the Jets are trying to put together, but the way this whole thing works out, they just have a brutal freaking schedule with some really tough road games. I mean. I'm sorry. I just don't see it. I I still look at the roster and I say, improved. It's getting there, but it's just not there yet. So, 4 13 for the New York Jets. That's just the way it's going to be. Um, and I don't think that's, pre- I mean, what, what was it over under? Five and a half, you said? Five and a half. Five and a half. So, right around there. I think they could possibly flirt with six wins. But um, uh, I mean, that's not a terrible bet. I'm not betting the Jets under. Let's put it that way.
1: I would say, I have a game and a half over, your game and a half under.
0: Right. I'm not betting the Jets under. Um, Miami Dolphins uh, in third place. I, I can't wait for this to blow up in people's faces. I'm so excited. 11 wins is just crazy, and I don't mean to harp on this because I just, I just think it's crazy and it blows my freaking mind. But I do think that the Dolphins, um, the Dolphins, I think, will start hot, but they will run into a, a brick wall of problems. I, I, I think that as a rookie head coach, you're still finding your footing um, in a very tumultuous kind of situation with the ownership with a quarterback, yeah, Tyreek kill, fantastic, great. Doesn't play defense, doesn't play special teams, doesn't kick the ball, doesn't coach. Just doesn't do any of those things. And all of a sudden, they're an eleven win team. I just, I mean, I don't, I don't understand it. Maybe he's the greatest ball ever because uh, of the left handed. They're they're eight, and nine did, eight did, and nine.
1: did they win like like eight or last nine last year? I'm not that's sure. great.
0: And they fired their head coach that did that.
1: I'm just so
0: I mean, that, nine and eight, eight and nine mix and match it. That's exactly where they'll be because that's where they are every year. And every year we do the same dance where we disrespect the Patriots. They don't look good because the roster is not good because they don't care really that much about paying people and superstars and this, that, and the other. And now this year, it's a made up thing about bad offensive play callers and Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. And guess what? I have them starting one and three. I think they will really start off really, really bad, but I think they'll do exactly what they did last year. They're going to rip through once they figure it out. That that's what they do because they're the new England Patriots. And I know that people hate saying that, but every year it's the same exact thing. They took cam Newton and nearly got to 500. Well, they the the worst rosters I've we've, ever seen in new England. Um, they took a rookie quarterback and won 10 games. I do think there's progression this year. I do see it on the horizon. And if that zone run scheme doesn't work out, they will simply scrap it and go to the gap run scheme, which, in the preseason has worked really, really well. And in practice against teams has worked really, really well. Um, So you may not see it roster wise, but we know this team is going to compete. I give them 11 wins. Um, And the, the final piece to the puzzle is obviously the bills at 13, 14 wins at 14 wins. So we already talked about the bills. So there you go.
1: They're going to compete at a casual drop of 11 wins. Okay. All right. Okay, i
0: just saying. <laughs> just we do this every year. Thoughts. Every year, this is the and, same thing. Can they lose to the okay. Dolphins twice every single year? It's the same thing with the Saints and the Bucks. They're not going to lose to the Dolphins twice. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen every year. You know, I just can't. I, I'm not going to see it. So, and then they have some very easy, easy schedule in the middle of their season. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm predicting. Now.
1: Okay. Hey, yeah. anything can happen. So we got to play the games. All that's right. Why we play
0: the games? Can we please get to? I'm. I'm. I, can we skip the North and just go to the South? Because I really want to go to the South. I do just it every, do whatever. I I, I. I so badly want to go to the South oh, because.
1: So you, you could start. You got the Colts in the last place. You no,
0: know, they, they. You know what? I don't. But um, <laughs> so that's how I'm starting this. Um, every year we have to make predictions. And sometimes people just like to, you know, do chalk. And at the end of the year, everybody's shocked that the chalk didn't happen. So why would we pick chalk in every division? Like, why would we do that? So I'm not going to do that. You have to take some stabs some, some places. You have to take shots in the dark. And this is a division where I'm taking a shot in the dark. I'll start from the bottom and I'll be reasonable because the Houston Texans are clearly the worst team in this division. So I'll be reasonable and I'll say Houston Texans, I'm sorry, you suck. You're going three and 14. I do think you'll notch a couple of victories somewhere, maybe even in the division. But I think the Texans will have a very, very difficult time winning games and it'll be, you know, kind of a developmental year for them. The Indianapolis Colts are in third place, and this is where – and he won't even hear it. Matty Ice can't even stomach it. It's fantastic. Indianapolis Colts in third place. I do not trust this team. I have no inclination that a 37-year-old quarterback – I've said it the whole time. I said they were overrated. A 37-year-old quarterback is all of a sudden going to lead this team that just hasn't been able to function in the biggest of moments and just is mediocre in big games at the end of the day. When they need to have it, they can't have it, and I think their defense is vastly overrated. Do you know who the highest-paid receiver right now on the Indianapolis Colts is?
1: Probably Zach Pascal.
0: Zach Pascal's not even on the team anymore. Yeah, whatever. Ashton Doolin. Tell me you knew that name.
1: Huh. So they've drafted really well, and they still have Michael Pittman on a contract.
0: <laughs> It's it, it boggles my mind. I'm sorry. Should they, should
1: they go get Kenny Galladay? Should they pay Kenny Galladay? They probably
0: million? should. They probably should because honestly, pay, pay, they pay could use him
1: equal production. Clearly,
0: they, they, could, they could use him. They could seriously, they're paying him 2.4 million dollars. Michael Pittman is getting paid less than this guy. I mean, and, and then who else is there? They are one injury, one receiver injury away from having to rely entirely on the running. Like, that's what they're at. So I have them at 8 and 9. I'll I'll finish it. Then we finally get to the two at the top. I have both the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars, if you can believe it, at 9 and 8. And it comes down to that last game in Week 18 in Jacksonville. Crazy things happen in Week 18 in Jacksonville. Just ask the Colts. I have the Jaguars winning miss this division. I am taking the worst to first. Somebody's got to do it. Trevor Lawrence will take that next step. I do love the Titans, but they have lost a lot of pieces defensively. They have lost, obviously, some weapons on the offense. It's going to be an adjustment period. I do not think that they will be as tough possibly last year as they were this year. We all love Derrick Henry, but at some point, I think that we have to be able to take a shot in the dark and say, there's going to be a team from last year that sucked that's going to make the playoffs. And I think the Jaguars are it. I I think they have all the pieces. I think that adding Brandon Scherf on the offensive line really helps them a lot. Adding Doug Peterson alone. Yes. But they've also added Christian Kirk and other players to their, to their offensive arsenal to get Travis Etienne back off injury. I like what they're doing with the young players on defense. I'm going to take a shot in the dark. And I'm saying Jacksonville wins with nine wins this division. Types of things. Tell me why I'm wrong.
1: Just ship this man off to the loony bin right now. Oh, uh, let's just go back. Okay, Texans two and fifteen. Perfect. Yeah, great. They stink. They're horrible. Wow. Worst worst team in the division. But Damien Pierce, though, don't talk about him in fantasy communities right now. Damien Pierce is going to be a fifth, fourth round pick by next week. Um, Damien Pierce is hot. <laughs> you having the Colts? day one, nine games with Carson Wentz last year who they didn't trust to throw the football. Like, I don't understand how you really think Matt Ryan's a, a, a downgrade from Carson Wentz. You're still no. stuck in Carson Wentzville.
0: No, I don't think he's a downgrade, but I just think the other teams in, in, in the other teams that they're playing got better. I do not think they will start well. I think that they will, trip as they do every year, they will probably trip up against teams. They shouldn't, shouldn't lose to. I just think that's the, that's their MO is they lose to teams they shouldn't lose to, and they beat teams that sometimes they shouldn't.
1: Even if they didn't have to rely on Matt Ryan, and they still had to use Jonathan Taylor in their very good, would you not say top five offensive line in the league mm-hmm. with everybody that they have, that they could still rely on that run game to probably win a lot of games like that, and then maybe have a quarterback and Matt Ryan who could get a third down when he needs to at the end of the game, I don't but- know. Well, I'm going talk a circle. Today on this one? I don't know. This is crazy to me. Like, I I still just can't even wrap my head around that. I think that their run game and their offense can get them there. Matt Ryan is a significant improvement over Carson Wentz and his ability to throw the ball. And Michael Pittman is ready to take the next leap. We're going to leave it at that. I have the Jaguars at 8-9. I gave the Jaguars a lot of love. I think they're going to be a lot better than they were last year going up in – Win the division. I guess you only have them one game higher at nine and eight, right? You have mm-hmm. the Titans and them at nine and eight, so yeah. not crazy off. But man, it's just disrespect for the Colts all over here. <laughs> Titans, Titans. I also have it nine and eight. I can put a notch next to that that we are the same on them. And then I have the Colts at eleven and six because I think the Colts are a good team and their win total is ten. And I think I'm not that far off. So okay, eh, go ahead and, and, and predict your your 1st to your worst to first, but man that is just you are just here to chat my ass i
0: i think we just have a fundamental disagreement that's basically what it comes down to i i just don't agree and i and i also believe like i said i just i think there has to be at some point you said it yourself jonathan taylor had a historic year last year like historic by all measuring standards of how many carries he was getting in the red zone and being successful. I just don't know if that's repeatable. I don't know that I know it's repeatable with Derrick Henry. I know it. I've seen it. I just don't know if it's repeatable with him. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, let's go to the AFC North. This this is a very interesting division because I'm not gonna. We have to deal with the Browns having quarterback issues. We have to deal with the Bengals and how, how do they bounce back off the Super Bowl loss? Where is Pittsburgh with their young quarterbacks? And of course, you know, we have a lot of love for the Ravens, but Lamar's still not under contract, which is a huge deal. And he's liking pictures on Twitter of him in the dolphins uniform and all this crazy stuff. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not suspending any possibilities here with this division.
1: Yeah, I I guess I didn't get too crazy on this one. Um, with all that said, because it does feel like there's a lot of things up in the air here. I had a hard time with the Browns, like you said, you know without Deshaun and not knowing even when Deshaun comes back, I feel like the amount of, like, the environment he's going to be playing in, just what we saw from the preseason with the amount of likes, you know, he's going to be just getting – people are just on his back about, you know, everything. I have them at 5-12. and 12. I had a hard time finding some wins for the Browns this year. I don't know. I just think that's going to be a difficult situation for them. Um, Steelers I have in third uh, coming in at 7-10, and 10, which, again, I know feels dirty. Mike Tomlin always has a winning year. Trying to find a way to get them to nine and eight, just so they can sneak it out. But I don't know, rookie rookie quarterback slash Mr. Trubisky slash going back to Mason Rudolph with a dent in his head. Steelers are seven and ten. I had the Bengals at nine and eight. I, I do think that there's maybe a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover for them. Uh, obviously, not winning, but getting there, and. I think maybe some more teams are going to have them figured out a little bit more this year. They're going to have a game plan on them and be able to go into that game, knowing what to expect a little bit more and giving, giving Burrow and, and chase and all that and a little more respect and, in, in what they could do with the passing game. And I think Lamar is, I know there's, there's contract stuff, but I, I do feel like he's playing with a chip on his shoulder this year. He feels like he's ready to come out and um, maybe prove not even, you know, to the team, to any other team that might want to give him a contract after this year um, that he's still that dude. I have them going 11 and six, not to mention that we just, we freaking love their defense. I, 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 I agree. I think that their defense is going to be able to win them so many games. And it just, I mean, they're already having the running back problems. They were kind of were having last year guys are on their way back, but they still are starting the season with like Mike Davis and guys that they're trying to sign off the street. Now, like the running back situation at the start of the year is not good, but should get better as Edwards and Dobbins end up coming back. So um, 11 and six for the Ravens there. Still plus odds to win the division again as well. Yeah,
0: plus one forty five. Crazy, and they also signed Kenyon Drake off the street right. too. So, but they... that's
1: that's like a bad sign. Like Kenyon Drake can't make a roster. Like they again, it's like Mike yeah. Davis, Kenyon Drake, Le'Veon Bell's next. Yeah, I don't I know. Like,
0: I I think the Raiders really let him go. Just they should have never even had him on that team. But I think you know, I mean, he could serve a purpose as a third back. I don't know. But um, yeah, I pretty much agree with everything you said. Uh I have one difference though i i do have the browns a little higher than than where you have them i actually gave them seven wins i, I had them at seven and ten uh, i think that once deshaun comes back i think he will give them a late season push assuming that he comes back for that houston game which is what it's supposed to be by the way isn't that perfect for the nfl to have him come back for that game what um coincidence. yeah co- total coincidence um but i will say this I have the Steelers and the Bengals with the same record. As you know, I am high, high, high on the Steelers, and I do have them cracking that ceiling and getting the 9-8. and I think that both teams end up there. Mike Tomlin continues his ways. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I do think that with a defense like this, competent quarterback play, I don't think Mitch Trubisky is that far off from, say, like a Jameis Winston. I don't think he's that far off. And Kenny Pickett, even if Kenny Pickett does come into the season, Kenny Pickett's looked good. I mean, he's looked good. You add the George Pickens kid, everybody loves him. They've got weapons. They've got a lot of weapons. I have taken the Steelers uh, to win the division. I have taken the Steelers to win the division. They're like plus 800 right now. I think there's a good chance they could do it. Uh, if, If things go bad for the Ravens like it did last year. I think there's a good chance they could do it. I've got their over seven and a half, and I've got them to make the playoffs plus two seventy. I think that that's a good good line there. I think they have a definite chance to do it. The Bengals, I agree with everything you said. Super Bowl regression is coming for them. I, I just, I, I don't. I think they're the hunted now, not the hunter. I think they survived as we talked about last year. I think we said it before the Super Bowl. I can't see either of those two teams making runs like that again. I just I can't see it. Maybe I'm giving away with the Rams too, but I just can't see either of those two teams making long runs. I think they over they overachieved by a mile, you know, both of those teams did. So um we'll see. We'll definitely see. But I got the Rams at nine and eight. We love the Ravens, don't we? I mean the Ravens just the roster up and down is fantastic. The whole defense, they even cut Tony Jefferson just now, uh, off, off the safety list. They just have so many guys. 12 and 4. I'm sorry, 13 and 4 for uh, the Ravens actually 12 and 5 I'm sorry 12 and 5 for the Ravens here um, to finish up so 12 wins I think that's relatively simple I do have I'm hedging out on the um, on the Steelers and I did take the Bengals at plus 200 to win this division just in case they sneak it out but I would not hate you taking the Ravens still at plus money I do think they're a much better roster than any team in this division so I agree with you
1: yeah, I said Ravens plus one forty five. That was that was one of the few, as of just looking through this, that got locked in like no question. I I, I just really like them, and that those are those are some decent nods. Decent
0: yeah, no question about it. Okay, this is the toughest one. There's yeah. four teams in this division. I mean, I think one has to be left behind, doesn't it? I mean, somewhere you got to look and see. Who is that team? And we're about to find out. So Matt, I, I, I'm letting you have this, man. I want, Unless you want me to go first. I mean, I could save the suspense.
1: No, no, no. no. I mean, I think we know we have to start with the Raiders here at the bottom, unfortunately. I mean, again, yeah. if we're looking at the win totals in these, the Raiders have the lowest win total, and it's at eight and a half. So it's like if they beat their win total, like everybody's projected then to be 500 or better in this division. I mean, that's just how it is. Like we we kind of there's a lot of things going on here, but. When you got to play these other teams six games, I mean it's it's really tough to kind of to pull that many out. So I have the Raiders here at eight and nine. Uh <laughs> Chiefs are third. Ah, Chiefs are third. Wow. They have double digit wins. They're ten to seven, but they're third place. I don't know what to say. I, I still put them at 10 wins. Like I don't think they're bad. But I, I do think that they are gonna take some fallback this year from where they were in previous seasons. I have the Broncos in second. I don't have them in first. Let's take a break. I'm not crazy. easy. Bravo. Bron- say, bravo. <laughs> Broncos are going to be in second place with 15 wins. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Broncos are in second. I do have an 11-6, and six, though. Again, 10-7, 11-6. Their, their win total is 10. I don't think I'm that far off. I'm very excited this year about them. The Chargers were the team that I had starting the best. Again, if we're talking – Talking through the schedule, I had them being the last undefeated team. I had them going eight and zero off the start. I was just like looking through the games, and I think that they have got a, a real good chance to to kind of get off well. I mean, they've got some tough games, but I just think that they are going to be very good this year. So I have the Chargers at twelve and five. I think mm. that they are excellent. I think that Herbert is really really going to do some damage in the league this year.
0: Interesting. I also have the Chargers starting very hot seven and one. So yeah, wow. I, I I think that the beginning of their schedule really gives them a lot of opportunities to get out in front of that division. I have every team in this division with double-digit wins. I think the NFL will get exactly what How is it that
1: wants. possible?
0: I, it, I went through the schedule, and I made it possible. I, when I looked at it at the end, I said, oh, my God, every team has double-digit wins. So I'm like, well, they're getting what they want. This is what they want. This is the wild, wild west. This is what we're getting. So, it I, you know, it, it is crazy. It is totally crazy how the schedule works out. So um, that being said, not every team will make the playoffs, obviously um, having that. So I had to eliminate one 10 and seven Los Angeles chargers. I, uh, yeah, there you go. I, I have them a little overrated. I think they're a little overrated. I think this is going to be a dog eat dog division. I am I am coming for blood this year. I, I really am. I'm coming for blood this year. I just think that when push comes to shove, I think that they will have some problems later down in the season. Their depth pieces again, kind of similar to the Rams. I mean, I like their starters, but if guys get hurt, I do not like what I saw in this preseason. I really didn't um, from their backups. It, it could be tough sledding for them. And like I said, too, I mean. One of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams goes down. It's a lot of reliance on one guy. And I know we like Josh Palmer, both of us do, but there's a lot of reliance on those guys there. And, you know, I'm just not super sold right now on Staley. And I think he's doing a great job in terms of a defensive coach, but his decision-making late in games could cost them a lot. They're going to be in a lot of tight games. Every team of this division is going to be in a lot of tight games. So I had to leave one out and, that's the surprise. So the Chargers are out 10 and seven. Um, third place. Third place with a record of 11 and six. The Kansas City Chiefs. I gave them 11 wins. I think that the Chiefs obviously are good. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is a monster. There's no question about that. He's a top five quarterback, blue. That's what we said.
2: Man, I don't care, man. You're not
0: putting the Raiders over the Chiefs, bro. The I don't, I'm about Chiefs, to end the
2: show right now. The this Chiefs is- at 11
0: and 6. The Chiefs at 11 and 6. Uh, I do think that they will have some fallback, like you said, and and losing Tyreek Hill, having to replace that. I don't love the idea. I, I, I'm just not in love with the Mark MBS, Juju Smith-Schuster. It's all going to magically come back together and how they do it. I think they'll be creative, sure but they will have some regression. Losing Honey Badger, they will have some regression. That's the leader of their defense. There's, I mean, what did they win, 12, 13 games last year? I think it's warranted that they lose two less, or they win two less games. I, I think that's warranted. So I went Chiefs there. In second place at 11-6, and six, I did have – uh, the Denver Broncos. I did have them there. That's that's where I'm going. I think the Broncos will be a fantastic football team. I really like them a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if they won this division. I, I really like them a lot. Um, I think they will go deep, deep, deep. They could, they could really push for even a Super Bowl run. I'm calling it now. I do think the Broncos are that team. I'm hyping your team up, Matt. I think that they are serious, serious contenders.
1: I can't even hear what you're saying right now because of what – means coming is coming next
0: what means it's coming the broncos defense uh obviously stacked secondary wise and all that jazz we all know the stories of of how you feel about them and how i feel about them um and russell wilson won't prove them i think they'll be more consistent and they'll get to 11 wins and obviously it'll come as no surprise to me but obviously to everyone else i told you i was high on the raiders i'm high on the raiders i do not see how teams are going to be able to stop this offense. I just don't see it. I think McDaniels running that show, being patient with it, not overusing this, like using it as like a an opportunity to run the K-Gun offense from, from Buffalo in the 90s. I think it'll be a balanced offense. It'll be impossible to cover Waller. Renfro is going to be really tough. They will outscore teams. And I think their defense, although, yes, it may appear on paper to be worse than everybody else's in I think you could maybe make an argument with the Chiefs. But they added Patrick Graham, young, great defensive mind, to coach the defense. They have Chandler Jones. They have Max Crosby. I think they've added some pieces as well, linebacker and secondary, honestly, to, to compete in this division. I am a non-Raiders. It's going to be very hard to stop them. They finished 12-5, and five, and they win this division.
1: Oh, so wait. Where did Josh McDaniels coach before?
0: New England Patriots.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I can see. Now it adds
2: up. Okay. Okay. Yep. A lot, a
0: lot of guys in New England, that have co- a lot of people that have coached in New England.
2: So. Dan, you, you really threw me through a loop there. I thought you were putting the Raiders in the second. And when you said the Broncos too.
1: <laughs> I my I just heard white noise after that. You're I, like, you're like, I'm talking your team up. I'm like, I can't even, I, I don't even, I, even hear any of that.
2: Yeah, like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, you, I,
1: I don't know how you could talk about that secondary as being like a division winning second. Like that's. Jonathan Abrams, this guy does nothing but take personal foul penalties and try and decapitate people and get beat over the top.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, we saw a team last year with no offensive line and basically not a great secondary, I had a couple pieces, but not great, an aging secondary, go to the Super Bowl last year. I mean, I, I I don't understand why everybody feels as if like we have to we have to anoint teams that on paper look great. I just to me, I think if you look at it logically, I like to look at the coaching as well. And there's great coaching in this division. There's great coaching in this division. But I really like the coaches from the Raiders right now and the way they've set up their entire organization. I think they'll have great success.
1: All right. So okay. bets for this division, clearly for you. Mm-hmm. Long shot odds on the Raiders.
0: Plus 700. They are to win the Christmas. division. Yeah,
1: perfect. Yeah. Makes yeah, logical
0: sense. I love it. I love it. Why not? Why not us? Why not us? Commitment to excellence, just one baby. Uh,
1: I, I have two bets for this division. I would bet both the Chargers and the Broncos because it's plus 240 for the Chargers and plus 260 for the Broncos. So you're basically mm-hmm. rooting for one of them to unseat the Chiefs. So I think that, you know, again, you could bet them both at equal value. One will lose and you'll still return your money on on both the bets. You could still come up on, on top, even if you bet them equally. So I would bet both of those, honestly.
0: Yeah, I do have the Broncos as well they're they're on the list a little heavier on them than the Raiders but I am on them all so right. well let's get
1: oh well, if we want to do regular season awards first before we get into what all this actually means what all this actually yep. leads to in yep. the playoffs if we haven't even gotten there yet and we do need to get through this show yeah so regular season awards really quick for me I have said it many times Josh Allen MVP plus 700 I'm putting it in it feels like it's due. We've had the Josh Allen rise and rise and rise at and, and the talk, and we think they're going to be the best team in the league. So I think that helps them get there. And, and I don't know if you bet it, like you texted me, you said, I don't know, I'm feeling Trey Lance. I mean, he's 25 to one to win MVP, mm. and he's one of the few guys in this league that can. Rush for upwards of 800 yards and possibly throw for close to 4,000 and God knows how many all purpose touchdowns he can get between on his feet and, and on, on there. So, I mean, he can he can have a kind of a Lamar breakout type of season, especially with Shanahan as his head coach. So,
0: yeah, I, I, I listen. I think that that is a bet. I'm not going to do it, but I do not blame anybody for taking that because there is a lot of upside. Down. By the way, I have some odds on Lance and some offshores. Forty five to one to win the MVP. So um, pretty good. Pretty good. As you know, I take about, you know, four to five MVPs every single year. And I just basically look to try and win those long shots and basically hedging with those, uh, those favorites. I'm not going to take Josh Allen. I just, I'm, I'm not going to take those odds. I mean, I totally could. And then bet like six other guys and try to hedge on him, but I'm going to hedge instead on, on Justin Herbert. I think that even though I do have the chargers finishing last, I know that there's a great possibility that that could not happen. And I think that at plus 900 for him to win that MVP, I don't think that's – I think the narrative – this is such a narrative-driven award. It's, 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 it's done by writers. So, you know, whatever the, the, the writers are thinking in the beginning – the writers want to be right, don't they? So whatever they're thinking in the beginning of the season, that's what they're going to push. And if Herbert can get his team to the playoffs, win 11 games, and have a monster season like we all know he can, I think that'll be great. I'm still on the Tom Brady train. I think He should have won it last year. There's no 43 touchdowns last year. He led the league in passing. He led the league in touchdowns. How he did not win the MVP because Aaron Rodgers had, you know, an incredible passer rating, I still don't understand that. I, I mean, it, it kind of still boggles my mind that that happened, uh, especially being at-, at that age. So at 45, there's no signs of seeing Brady slowing down. I'll take him at 10 to 1 to win it. Um, I do have three more here. Uh, Lamar Jackson, sixteen to one. I, I do think that that is a great pick, Lou. You, you, you when you put it in my brain earlier this summer, I really went back and I really went back, watched his tape, watched how good he was in the beginning of last year, and it jogged it for me. I think it's a great move. I think having him there at sixteen to one, I, I love it. I absolutely love magic. that pick.
2: He's just he's he's, just, he's
0: magic. You, he puts people in the seats. he honest. does pay so, the man his money. Pay the man, it, and that's
2: the other thing too: is he's not going to get his contract because now we're talking MVP type season.
0: Yeah, there's no way. I think I think it is coming for him big time, uh, either in the beginning of the, in the middle of this year or, or after this year. And my two long shots, not really a long shot, kind of a trendy long shot: Jalen Hurts, uh, twenty to one. I do think that with the rushing ability and and obviously him improving as a passer, I think he looks fantastic in the preseason. So I'm in on Jalen Hurts. I know you like Trey Lance. I see him at 45 to one here. I got an even longer shot odds for you. Trevor Lawrence, 53 to one to win was, the MVP. I thought it was going to be Derek Carr. <laughs> I, I, I was this close to saying Derek Carr, but Derek Carr, I only have it like 25 to one. So it's like, you know, I would love to have Derek Carr there. I do think he's going to have a great season, but I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence, 53 to one. If by a miracle of God they can get to 10 wins, I mean, that's a Doug Peterson wins coach of the year. So bet that, but B Trevor Lawrence obviously had an amazing season. And I think if you're going to take a second year quarterback, to make the leap. He's obviously,
1: it. yeah, I'm definitely looking. I haven't looked into him more, but I, I need to find some, some uh, like season long, like passing yardage stats or something to take some overs on him. Cause I really do feel like, again, as bad as the first year he had, it's like, we can't forget that this was supposed to be the most special talent to come out that we've been talking about for 10 years prior to him even like coming into the NFL draft. So like, there is a big opportunity, I think for how bad they were last year to take advantage of some overs on him this year, uh, taking a, taking a big leap.
0: Mm -hmm. Jaguars will definitely be a team we will probably be on at least as a, as a, as a dog for a lot of the season.
1: I don't know if you have any other, like other player awards. I want to get to one. I have really Mm -hmm. quick, I could, which might sound crazy for the, how I had the team's record but it just this is a this one felt narrative to me comeback player of the year Saquon Barkley is 16 to 1 wow I feel like Saquon Barkley that's I don't know like I just feel like the talk of Dable's offense and him being totally healthy and how I've heard you know all this stuff I'm hearing as far as in my fantasy podcast like how his injury history these past couple years haven't been like repeatable injuries they were weird like one of them is like he stepped back and rolled his ankle on an offensive lineman last year like they aren't like him non-contact injuries they are really strange injuries that don't really have repeatable like history to them, you know, throughout the league. So I think if he stays healthy for 16 games, he could be the total and entire offense for that team. and could put up insane numbers, even, even in a losing effort for that team. So I think 16 to one for him. I texted you the other day, Michael Pittman Jr. to lead the yep. receiving yards. <laughs> and I told you to one, I know they might not throw the ball a ton, but Matt Ryan and his number one wide receiver have always, always, always been at least towards the close top five part of the league in receiving yards. Um, if they want to go that way, and then a homer pick because again, there's more value on this. Javante Williams to lead the league in rushing touchdowns, mm. twenty-five to one. I mean, if it, it, oh, I good. can see, you know, good offense. He's a really heavy, hard to stop back. I mean, at twenty-five to one for a, a guy who I think is one of the. More superb goal line backs in the league if he gets the opportunity. I know it's like Melvin Gordon's there, but him blowing by Melvin Gordon by week five or six, if he's being as special as we think he's going to be, I don't think that's going to be out of the question.
0: And that's not an easy, that's not a hard thing to see, especially with touchdowns. Yeah. You really have to get somebody that is going to plan a goal line. Javante Williams will plan a play on the goal line, no question. Right. So I I do like that one a lot and taking a shot on that as well. And then I like our Rookie of the Year one last week with Romeo Dobbs uh, at 16-1. to Mm. I do like that. I like Damian Pierce. You mentioned him. I do think that he could – that could be one. I know they're not going to be a very good team, but Rookie of the Year, you typically don't see them on typically great teams. It's more like, hey, yeah, breakout season, and people just might feel bad for the Texans and give them a bone, you know.
1: You just got every opportunity possible.
0: No question about it. All right, Matt, this is it. You ready? We Let's are about do to do it. Super Bowl 57. It takes place in Arizona in February. This is a monster, monster of a season. It's going to be fantastic. I think, again, limitless possibilities, but we have to pick somebody to win it. So are we going chalk or are we going long shot, Maddie? What are we doing here for the NFL playoffs?
1: What are we doing? Are we going straight to the championship games? Are we going through you can go through
0: games? you can go through your whole playoffs? I don't care. Okay. Just go right through it.
1: NFC NFC wild card weekend. Saints at 49ers. 49ers are gonna win that one. Mm-hmm. Packers at Vikings. As much as we like the Vikings, this is where the Packers still end up coming mm-hmm. through and beating the Vikings very typically in the playoffs. Rams at Eagles. I do have the Eagles falling there. I think that again, I think, I do mm. think maybe the Rams with some experience, Eagles first time uh, getting back in a long time, uh, have them falling off. Rams at Bucks. Hmm, hmm, that game sounds familiar, gentlemen. <laughs> How are uh, we going again? It's going different this year. I got the Bucks taking that one, nice. uh, beating the Rams out, getting their revenge from last year. And also, Packers 49ers. That sounds familiar as well. Goodness. That's the same divisional weekend. Uh, and I have that one going the other way as well. So that leads my NFC championship game to be 49ers at Buccaneers. With the 49ers pulling it out and going to the Super Bowl. AFC really quick. Chiefs 49ers. at Chargers. Chargers are going to beat the Chiefs. Dolphins at Colts. I do have the Colts beating out the Dolphins there. Uh, oh, the about the love, of, love of my life, that playoff game. I, just, I won't, walk, just have I won't watch them, that. Play. Can't we have both of them move on? just oh, I love them so much. That's awful. Uh, and then speaking of the next one, Broncos at Ravens. Piece of humble pie for me there. Uh, I do have the Broncos losing that one uh to the Ravens I just think that they're 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 very good um Ravens at Bills Bill's best team in the league they're gonna pull that out Colts at Chargers Justin Herbert still that dude is gonna win that one Chargers oh, at Bills God. Chargers at Bills the AFC championship game I have the Bills going on which leads us nice. to a 49ers and Bills Super Bowl With Josh Allen taking it all home.
0: No, we done did it now. The Bills fans have finally been able to rejoice.
1: I was trying to look back. I don't know you, when your Super Bowl knowledge, that's had to have happened before, right? When the Bills were in their four Super Bowl runs, the 49ers were one of those, right?
0: They were not. They played played all NFC East teams. They played the Giants, the Redskins, Uh. or excuse me, the the, R-words, and the Cowboys twice.
1: I figured that had to be a Super Bowl rematch with Howell from history with these two. Huh?
0: Never – oddly enough, I mean, the, they were – it was very close in 1990 when the Giants beat the 49ers by a field goal mm. um, in the NFC Championship game. But, nope, never happened. So that would be a very good historic matchup that really should have happened in the early 90s and never did. Right. So I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, here we go. My topsy-turvy playoffs are ready to commence. Uh, wild card weekend AFC. We'll start with the AFC here. Uh, I have Kansas City and Baltimore playing in Baltimore in the Wild Card weekend. Baltimore gets a W there. I do think they that they move on. We are right in lockstep with Baltimore. Patriots at the Raiders, as we saw in the last preseason game. There, I think the Raiders are a bad matchup for the Patriots. I do not like that. I got the Raiders moving on. I know that that game stinks out loud for you. <laughs> that so game has the inverse of Dolphins. Yes, yeah, it's completely the inverse. I love that. It's so funny. Uh, I do have your Broncos winning in Jacksonville during a wild card weekend, so I thought that was kind of nice of you to have a, a you little. Have Jacksonville
2: um, hosting a playoff game. Hosting year. a playoff
0: game. Let it go down to Duval. That's 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 our trip this year. Is Denver at Jacksonville? Has Please to be. Please let it. that. happen. <laughs> that would be incredible. That would be so much fun. Um, then to the divisional round, I do have your Broncos in Buffalo and I do not see them winning up there. I think that is a much tougher environment to deal with. I love the Bills. I think they're one of the best teams in football. Love them. Raiders at the Ravens. Ravens, I'm not that crazy. Ravens, going going to take that one. I do think that that will happen. They'll run all over the Raiders. Uh, and finally, the championship game. A rematch of a couple of years ago in the divisional round. Ravens at Buffalo Bills. Should be a fantastic matchup. We talked about it all year. It's Josh Allen. He's got to be the guy, right, all season long. Lou, you've convinced me. I'm taking the man. I'm taking pay the man his money. I'm taking Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens. We are back on our BS with Baltimore. That's what we're doing. We like this team. We like the roster. We love everything about them. Why not take them and put them in the Super Bowl? Why not? Why can't we do that? I think that's a great little fun thing to do. So we're back on the Ravens here. Definitely not with the Cowboys, but we're back on the Ravens. I do not have the Cowboys making the playoffs. I do have the Saints making the playoffs. I think the Saints Saints, Saints will get in. Saints at 49ers in the wild card round. 49ers will win that game. I think we all know that. Kyle Shanahan, love that man. Rams at Philadelphia to start in the NFC wild card, and I do have the Eagles winning this game. I do think that the Rams, like we said, they had a miracle run last year. They got, I think they got favorable matchups. Um, I, I think the Eagles are a tough matchup for them, and I do think that that defense is going to win and roll. And I have Minnesota at Green Bay. Not the way you have it with Green Bay at Minnesota, but I have Green Bay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so Green Bay moving on to play the Bucks in Tampa. So that could be another fun one. We could just hit Jacksonville and then we'll go to Tampa right there on the same weekend. Um, Tampa Bay hosting Green Bay as much as I think that Green Bay could possibly sneak out a Super Bowl run. I think Tom came back for a reason. I have them as a the number one seed, and I think they move on to the NFC championship game. Philly, at San Francisco, you know we love Kyle Shanahan. But I'm going birds. I'm taking a shot in the dark here, and I'm going birds, and I'll take the Eagles. I think that everybody's looking at the Eagles as, what in the good gracious are they doing? And all these crazy moves, I'm high on them, man. I trust them. I trust that system, and I trust that um, GM to get his team fixed and ready to roll to go to the NFC Championship game to take on Tom Brady. And the last time Tom Brady and the Eagles – got together was last year in a wild card round. Um, the Eagles got embarrassed down in Tampa. I think they'll remember that. I got the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I'm taking the Eagles to go all the way. I love the bird gang matchup. Bird ball. Raven, bird ball. The bird ah! ball. <laughs> ah! It's going to be fantastic. No, you no longer call, call yourself a cat guy in the show Not Not anymore. Not a cat guy. I'm a bird man. Call me the bird man. Uh, Ravens, Eagles pay the man his money, Lamar Jackson. We talked about it a couple of years ago with the offense and how the offense that they've created will reshape the league. This is the offensive trend that the whole league is going towards. You'll have two teams playing very similar styles. I just like the Ravens better. I think Lamar Jackson can do it better. I'm taking them, taking those boys down in in Baltimore to be Super Bowl champions this year.
1: Okay. I mean, I, I think we both like our end product. I am laughing thinking about how the first division that we started with, we went, wow, we're so similar. <laughs> like, this is, we're going to be right in lockstep here. Little and did you know. It got further and further apart <laughs> as the episode went on, which is which is all that I expected and hoped for. So that's fantastic. So I imagine again for, for Super Bowl bets, for me, I, I will take all the teams that I like to at least get there. Bills plus 600, 49ers plus plus. 16 to one, 16, uh, 1600. And I, I did have the chargers there at 14 to one. Cause I think that that AFC championship game, if it does get the bills chargers, that game was very hard for me to split between. So I will take both those AFC chances.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, look, I, I'm not going to blame you for anything that you do on, on this. Uh, as you know, I do not take, um, super bowl odds. I, I just don't like it. I'd rather take conference championship odds. Now, once I'm in the game, I'll adjust. But as you said, I am taking the Broncos. Uh, I think that the Broncos are one of those teams. I didn't say that, but I did. Uh, uh, that can make a deep run. They're nine to one right now. Ravens, obviously, 11 to one to get to the AFC or get to the Super Bowl at 11 to one. And then, like I said, um, I'm still rolling with the Las Vegas Raiders at 19 to one. I do. I am high on them. If I'm going to be in on a team, I'm going to be all the way in on them. I will have them as well. And then we already took it at 13 to one. But we took the Eagles, right? I mean, I think the Eagles a great bet to win the NFC. I uh, to get there at thirteen to one. They are currently nine to one now to, win, to get to the Super Bowl nine and a half to one actually plus nine fifty. So that's the only team in the NFC I really like to get there. Obviously, you know, I may take a couple others, Bucks, and maybe another team there to to possibly hedge out with over over the course of the of the playoffs. But having the Eagles in my back pocket at thirteen to one, I feel pretty freaking good.
1: I feel like the Bucks. I think we both just said it. I'm just thinking through this now. We both think that they have a very difficult start of the season. Mm-hmm. They start off 0-2. Wait. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Wait and just let, let's get better odds than them. I think that's actually something we should we should keep note of and we'll keep track of on this show uh, as far as if they start off slow and, and how much their odds can increase.
0: Love it. Love it. I love that idea. September is here, man. And, you know, oh. every year we do this prediction show – it gets better. It gets crazier the more years we do it, um, taking shots and taking you know wild predictions isn't that. And 75% of the time, we're probably wrong with actual season predictions. 75% of the time, we're not betting in any way towards our season predictions at all. This is not how it works. And that's just not how it's going to work. But next week, we'll place bets for the first time and get to our top five picks. Week one is here. Let's go.
1: Start getting ready. We got to start diving. In. I'll be live from Martha's Vineyard, just like we were last year. Mm. Positive vibes. We had a great week one last year. We're going to be kicking back on the island, just just watching games.
0: I do have three of my five already locked in. Just wow.
1: So. Wow. The kids been doing homework.
0: Already. Get some good numbers. Feel good about it. If you can find some numbers this week and and, and follow the trends and look for the money, there's going to be some numbers out there that are going to change. As the public comes in next week on some of those big dogs, there's 10, 10 home dogs next week. Ten. Dan. Dan. Crazy. I just bet all of them. Bet them blind. Crazy. I'm parlay them all. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. Just saying. Divisional dogs, a lot of them. There's a lot I would of them. love to hear that. So it's a juicy, juicy board next week. Get ready folks. Buckle up. It's about to be a wild ride. Maddie ice, Matty C. Matt Silberth. He has graced us with his presence. Lemon pepper, Lou paracone has graced us with his presence. It's going to be a great season for those two respected gentlemen. I am Dan Zappano. We will see you next week for week one edition of the Sunday card. Maddie, Let me hear it one time. Let's ride. Let's ride. Have a great week, everybody. The Sunday Card podcast is co hosted and directed by Dan Zimpano, co hosted by Matt Silberth, and produced by Lou Paracone. You can listen to the Sunday Card on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, listen to us on Sports Country Radio at sportscountry.net at 11 a.m. 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturdays and again at 11 30 a.m. on Sundays. Follow us on Twitter for all of our picks throughout the regular season at the Sunday card. And remember, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.